Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, April 16th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Wrecked Gang, the Baby Bulls, Wrecked FM, Fireside Chat. Get comfy and let's take a listen. Hey guys, how's it all going? Starting a little bit late. Um, we're having technical, I was having some technical issues. Issues. I feel like sometimes this spaces was just not meant, not meant to happen. <laughs> Feels that way. Hey man. Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? Well, you know, I just, I just said I saw Amanda just drop in. I just said I feel like sometimes this space is a jinx, like it's not meant to happen. You know, I could yeah, not get yeah. Into uh, <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah, like, this is complicated with with this space, but um, let me share it. I mean, we're starting. Let's do it. It's recorded, so it'll be yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll just uh, we'll just crack on. Why not? It's Sunday. Everyone's chilling out, I guess. They're at home. Hopefully, so they've all got like a nice whiskey in their hand and, uh, you know, and <laughs> relaxing. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, uh, we came back from New York yesterday. Well, I guess a, a few of us and there's uh, still some people over there <laughs> hungover, recuperating. It was a good time. So, uh, yeah, very exciting to be in the space. I'm happy to have the space. I think it's a good time. So let's do it. Yeah, that's cool. Definitely. From my point of view, I'm hoping like I, I made a promise to myself that the next uh, NFT uh, NYC, I will make an effort to get out there for sure. I've got like um, hounded this time around. Like last time I got away with it a little bit because I like um, afterwards everyone, like not everyone, but a few people messaged me like, oh, dude, you know, you should have come down. Oh, why weren't you there? You know, I was looking forward to seeing you and stuff. And I got COVID and I couldn't. So I was like, damn, you know, there's not much I could do. They just wouldn't have allowed me to fly. They wouldn't have allowed me to enter, you know. So, um, you know, that was unfortunate. And then this time around, I just had so much going on, you know, what with the project and just general life, you know, just life in general as, as, as well. And uh, just just couldn't put it together in time, just couldn't make it. Um, but this time I got really, really ripped in my DMs. Like people like, <laughs> like, no, there, there's no excuse next time, dude. You, you know, you, so yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've got no choice. So I'll be there for sure. Were you at the London event earlier this year? David was organizing it. We we had uh, somebody from our team that went down there as well. And there was Cal from uh, the Space Safe Society, NFT London, I think uh, was the name. <laughs> Simple as that. Oh, okay. No, I wasn't actually. I wasn't in the NFT London one, but I, I, I was in the. Um, I went to. There was an event in Berlin last year, which I went to, which is uh, which is pretty cool because I live in. The, I live on the mainland anyway. I don't live in the UK anymore, so I live on the mainland in mainland Europe. So it's for me to go to the UK is also you know log- there, there's logistics involved in terms of getting a flight or jumping on the Eurostar or whatever. So, but um, but yeah, mainland Europe events. I'm, I can't wait for them to do an event in Portugal. That's the one I'm really looking forward to. That would be very nice. 
Is it coming up? You know what I, I realized from uh, this NFT NYC event? Um, the, the, the event itself is, is totally unimportant, right? Like the talks uh, to me were a little dull, uh, and I'm sorry to all the speakers. <laughs> but, you know, it, it wasn't that enjoyable. Uh, the kiosks, I got to meet some people. It was okay. But really, what the highlight of the event was connecting with all these builders and members of the community. And when you don't need an event to do that, right? You don't need to be paying a ticket to uh, some sort of conference. You just need to be in a place at the same time. So it could be in Portugal. It could be wherever. Like, we could organize it as long as everybody comes to, like, one nice, cool spot all together. And then we have all these networking opportunities. I think that can definitely work. It doesn't have to be, like, a special conference or anything like that. Yeah, we're doing something like they were doing something like that a lot in the early days of Terra. Like we were having like these micro meetups and stuff. And like, you know, even so much as like myself and Karma, like back in the day, um, like two, two, three years ago, we just happened to be in Krakow at the same time. And we just did a meetup there, you know, just like on spur of the moment, just a few sort of like minded people in the space getting together and having a beer or whatever. It was a really cool time. And I think back then as well, um, like Ryan Lyon and people like those guys, they were organizing like spur of the moment meetups like micro meetups in london and stuff with the, with the old lunatic crowd and stuff from terror days so yeah that was cool that was a really good thing to do i think those type of meetups work as well because um it's kind of a little bit more uh how can i say probably a little bit more um close-knit in a way you know a little bit more you can get you know the people are, are there but they know yeah generally you know everyone else who's going to be there you know you know each other or you've done a bit of work with each other or you've shared like same ideas or you know like us myself and you guys at rec gang myself and you zerker as well i mean we've been going backward and forward on dms probably for the best part of what two and a half three years so yeah it's cool when you finally get into a space with people like that then you often find that you've got shit loads to say you know and a lot of stuff to share so yeah it's always it's always good to do that i think yeah, it was really fun. I met Karma too, actually, first time in New York. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, so, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, no, you, you mentioned it. Yeah, I, I did actually see the picture and I saw her tagged in there as well. But she was an absolute delight to me. Like, I mean, we met like three years ago. I guess. Yeah, it was probably about three, yeah, two and a half, three years ago we met in Krakow. And uh, yeah, I mean, she's just a powerhouse, like such an inspirational person and like her experience with curating in the museums, you know, with fine art and things like that. We were just, yeah, I found her really like, it was great to have like such an intelligent um, conversation and uh, conversation with such depth as well. Um, it's not often the case that you get an opportunity to do that. And she was just awesome in that respect. You know, it was just such a lovely person to spend time with and speak to. Yeah, it was, it was really a cool thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you want to get started? I guess on uh, you, you guys have so much going on, and uh, uh, I'm really curious to learn more, getting updates, and I think uh, I think it'll be yeah. a really fun space, right? Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, we've got like, um, yeah, I do want to keep it really casual as well. So I just want to say, like, if anyone wants to jump up as a speaker now, just sort of raise your hand or request to speak. And we'll just uh, I'll just drop a mic on you so that you can just say uh, whatever you want to say when you want to say it rather than sort of, uh, you know, running it in a formal sense. Like, I, I'm not really a big fan of that. I can see Amanda's in the audience. I know that she doesn't do that either. So if anyone wants to, like, um, you know, jump up as a speaker now, um, if they you know feel like they want to contribute or say anything, then just 
request to speak now and I'll put a mic on you and we can chat as we move forward, you know, through the space. Because I think, oh, I don't know, kind of like that way of doing things. What about you, Zach? What do you reckon, mate? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, however you want to run this, it's uh, up to you. We're very free flowing, usually. <laughs> um, you know, there, there's really no format or no best format for this. So, uh, but I do yeah. want to get updates from you all. So I'll be asking lots of questions. <laughs> and if people from the audience want to jump in, chime in, share uh, their knowledge, uh, it's it's all good. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Okay, so um, one second, because I'm just going to, I'm just in the process of uh, sharing the space here in the Discord. Just want get to the, get the link in there and stuff. Trying to get that done. Yeah, technically, technically today it's been it's been a challenge, you know, in terms of like it wouldn't fire up initially. Um, it would like I was clicking on the schedule. I think it's what happened to you the last time. Like I went into scheduled spaces, I found it, um, and then I started to click on to you know to the scheduled space, and it just wouldn't fire up. I was like, oh man. So then I was like racking my brains of like, what do I do? Do I just like, uh, you know, put another tweet out saying like it just it didn't happen? on this you know this occasion and, and perhaps fire or just just go ahead and fire up a new space and in the end just perseverance i restarted my phone um and uh, went and poured myself a glass of single malt came back tried it again and uh, you know lo and behold it fired up so yeah we're in, we're in a good place, <laughs> a good place. Yeah, that was my mistake man i should have uh i should have went for some liquor or some <laughs> yeah. some beer Definitely. and that would have helped yeah, I, I'm a firm believer in self-medication, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't judge you or anyone else for that. <laughs> no. So, um, you know, from our point of view, I mean, I'll just crack on. I, I, most of the people in this space are like friends of the project or like know us anyway. So I won't kind of dwell on the past too much or the history of it. So, But I will say for those of you who aren't familiar with the baby bulls and, you know, where we've come from and what it's about, I'll just glaze over it a bit. So we are an old project, um, although we're new on Polygon. We've been around uh, since 2021. Uh, we were basically conceived shortly after our first mint, uh, which was uh, the, what people call the, the parent collection, I guess, of the baby balls at that stage, which was the ball club, uh, previously known as the Lunar Balls. Um, and uh, we got really lucky. We got really fortunate with that in a sense that we were first out of the gate at that time um, to, to mint. And, uh, you know, the hype that we managed to create around our project just really resonated at that moment in time. We were at the peak of the bull run. Everyone was, you know, like minded and in that frame of mind of growing and uh, you know in the nft space was exploding as well not just on terra but on many many other chains so you know we we, we did really well we found ourselves in a unique position that um that we uh sold out in you know i think yeah you know, i often say we sold out in under an hour but some people say you know it was minutes with the with the first collection but i always just try to keep it simple and say we sold out in under an hour which was staggering really for a 10k collection and then um, from that point, we decided uh, that we wanted to do something a little bit different, a little bit special, because we always, our whole team as individuals, when we came together, our driving passion was to do something, you know, above and beyond making money for ourselves. Like I, I've been in the industry and crypto since around 2013 and as a miner, as a crypto miner. So I didn't really need cash as such at that time. I wasn't really looking to, you know, buy Ferraris or Lambos or do anything like that. And that kind of resonated with Fizzy because he's also not about that. 
and uh, and we just hit it off straight away, you know. And then when I realised that the team had that, we had that common goal in mind of, um, you know, let's grow this project, you know, let's make some money and let's, uh, you know, try and help people less fortunate. And uh, yeah, we found ourselves in that kind of unique position and fortunate position to be able to do that with our second collection, the Baby Balls, which we dropped at the beginning of 2022. We created it in 2021 and then we dropped it in 2022. And um, from that, we were able to, we had already, we just, we were in the very early stages of our partnership with the Angel Alliance at that point, which was really it's been a huge help was a huge help for us at that time because we wanted to know the best way that we could get our funds into the hands of people that really needed it most without having any issues in terms of you know where where is the money actually going um how are we going to be able to identify the donations on chain um you know is it you know, there were a lot of questions and a lot of unknowns to us because we weren't a charity and we hadn't really done anything like that before either. So partnering with Angel Alliance at that time was just a no brainer for us. They were amazing. They really held our hands through that at that stage in the early stages and just helped us to ensure that the money that we wanted to donate really reached those people who were most in need for that money at that time. Um, and, uh, you know, we managed to, uh, between, between twenty the end of 2021 and uh, mid-2022, we managed to donate $300,000 across to, to the Angel Alliance, which I, I kind of mention it now. Uh, back then, we you know, when you're in the midst of things and you're doing stuff and you're trying to be focused on, uh, you know, raising money and helping, pe- you know, and do it and helping people less fortunate uh, than yourselves, that kind of the figure doesn't really... It didn't really come into any conversations at that time. But looking back on that now, and because people now have looked back, you know, looking back and said to us, oh, that's, it's insane what you guys did, you know. And that only now it sort of becomes a bit of a reality, like, yeah, damn, you know, that was, I kind of class it as our kind of crowning moment because it was almost, you know, within the next four weeks after achieving that, we all got zeroed. So it was like, you know, terror collapsed, the UST pegged. And we just were all just out in the open, like, you know, absolutely, uh, you know, in pain and hurting, you know, financially. So the fact that we were able to achieve that and hit that goal and hit that major milestone of getting the funds across before that happened is like a huge thing for me, because I often look back and think, well, you know, push comes to shove, you know, at least we got that done. You know, we did it. We achieved that. So it's a huge thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm immensely proud of the team. Definitely. You know, like Fizzy, especially, you know, who really was a driving force behind that. So immensely proud of everyone for, for, for getting that done. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, imagine raising $300,000 for charity selling NFTs today. I, I don't yeah. see it happening. I, I, you know, like, projects have trouble selling out for that amount of money with really good teams and back in the days there was a lot of money flowing it was definitely the bull run and i'm you know it kind of ended up being uh the best decision of raising this money and and giving it to to a good cause right versus uh versus you know nowadays we did a charity mint for christmas and we were only you know it was like multi-project it was very well done we raised five thousand that was pretty much the max that that you know uh, i see projects raising nowadays so 300k is just an astronomical amount um so congratulations guys for for you know making it happen at the at the peak of the bull run um 
And uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, it's it, it was an uh, people didn't think of that amount as being a huge amount back in the day, but now put it in perspective, it's it's a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. I I couldn't agree more. Yeah, as I said, I mean, I just totally totally pleased that we managed to achieve that and get it done before it all kind of went to shit over there. So yeah, exactly really right. Um, uh, I don't know if you remember, but at Galactic Punks, we gave like twenty five thousand for a tree planting charity, and twenty five thousand was like, oh, we feel like it was a smallish amount because <laughs> the treasury was so massive. So it was like, oh, well, you know, let's do that. But nowadays, twenty five thousand for a charity is like incredible. So. I guess we're living in a different era. We're just. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely had the ball run on our side. That's for sure. Definitely. Let's say let's just say the ball run greased the wheels. It definitely did. Without a doubt on that. Hopefully we see those days again. Who knows? I've kind of got it. I've got it. Yeah. I hope so. I think 2025, I'm thinking 2024, perhaps just before the halvening, you know, we might start seeing some, uh, you know, some bull run action again. But who knows, you know, who can call it these days? We just, it's a very strange time, you know. We're like one announcement away from the SEC from, from tanking again. No one really knows what's around the corner, do they? It's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to say. <laughs> I'm closing my eyes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. I love the genesis of baby bulls. I minted a, a few uh, more than I was uh, supposed to, I guess. I'll, I'll admit it. <laughs> I think, to be honest, I only minted like 15. So it, it's not so bad, right? I could have went a little crazier, but uh, I was reasonable. And I was a bulls holder, so I think we got a few free ones for that as well. Or I don't remember how it was yeah. distributed, but yeah. So, so um it was good. Uh, but I'm wondering, you know, the Genesis, amazing, you know, project, all the funds went entirely to charity. And now you all moved to Polygon. Um, I guess, is the mission the same? Are you looking to raise more money to, to charity? Or what is kind of your, your vision for this project in the next few years? Yeah, absolutely. We want to get back to that 100%. So um, we want to get in a position whereby that we can fire back up the um, kind of financial supply chain, if you like, between us and Angel um, so that we can get the uh, the funds flowing back through to those endowment um, policies or endowment trusts, if you like, that Angel have set up, which we're such huge fans of. Um, the idea of giving once and giving forever, which is kind of their motto, if you like, um, really appeals to us as a team. And we think we just, uh, we I, I truly believe that Baby Balls as a project can be a vehicle um, to helping them, you know, achieve their goals on each of those individual endowments. And I think from, you know, they, they've got, they work with so many, so many diverse and interesting charities. It really allows us to pick the ones um, that are closest to our project or closest to our hearts in a sense um, and divert our, uh, you know, profits towards those causes. Um, Yeah, we want to get back to that. We want to just get back to where we were in terms of um, opening up those financial channels again between us and Angel and getting that money flowing back into those hands of those people that need it much, much more than me, that's for sure. So, yeah, that would be the that would be the goal. Also, we, we you know, we've been talking lately. We've, lately, there's been a really, we've got some really cool ideas coming through and this is cool. I'm kind of moving on a little bit to 
talk about, I guess, stuff that we've got planned and in pipeline. Yeah, and let's go. Let's go. I think people are, look, are excited to hear about, you know, you're giving away whitelists, but whitelists for the upcoming. And uh, I want to learn more about that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, the whitelist, the whitelist situation was um, how that's come about. Is we we're, we're now kind of what I what I regard as a what I call post migration. So we're in the post migration phase, and we managed to get five thousand five hundred NFTs over from Terra to Polygon. Um, and of those five thousand five hundred NFTs that migrated, one thousand three hundred and fifty unique holders. So. Yeah, pretty pleased with it. But what actually that did is it opened up an opportunity for us to uh, remint those baby balls or, you know, it's, it's a weird situation because people, I often say we're going to remint those that never made the arc. We're going to remint those NFTs that never made the migration over to Polygon. But in from a technical point of view, that's not actually what's happening. So we're going to recreate those NFTs over on Polygon and we're going to... Um, you know, we're going to offer an opportunity for holders. What this has done is it's opened up opportunities for people who even missed the migration as well, because, you know, the migration closed a long time ago. It was open since September 2022. So, you know, a lot of people now, we started making a bit of noise on Polygon are coming through and saying, oh, dude, you know, I had like 15, 20 baby balls. They're all sat in my terror wallet. You guys migrated. I'm like, yeah, we've, we've been migrated like, you know, a year or whatever. So not quite, but we've been migrated a lot quite a long time their migration closed a while ago however we've got a free mint coming up in may so what i can do is i can take your wallet address the one that's got your baby balls in it on terra um just to verify and all that and give me your ox address your polygon address and i'll give you some whitelist spaces you know i can't guarantee you you'll get those same baby balls back but we can certainly give you you know uh, some baby balls back into your wallet so that you haven't lost out entirely so surprisingly it's kind of opened up opportunities like that which has been really cool you know it's given me um yeah it's it's nice to have like heartwarming conversations yeah with people, you know? there, there's two there's two things here i think that are important you, you have a a pretty good amount of, of baby bulls that you can mint right because initially it was a 10k so so i think you have 4500 baby bulls uh to be reminted or however we want to call it so you can absolutely kind of uh uh, get, get, give some back to those that forgot the migration, uh, which is amazing, right? Uh, but also, yeah. I think most importantly, um, we've seen that the projects that migrated from Terra, and this includes ourselves, uh, I, I would say it's it, it, we've onboarded people to Polygon, uh, from Polygon t into our project, but uh, not as much as I think we all hoped, right? And that's because these NFTs are already minted. So there is already a pretty substantial floor price on, on many of the Terra NFTs or the Terra NFTs that migrated. So the barrier to entry is quite high. There's a risk there. Uh, they don't know us very well, right? So why should they trust us? And they'd rather, most of the community, in my opinion, would rather do a new mint. So uh, in my opinion, not only are you making the ex-lunatics or the lunatics whole, but also uh, you're probably going to be very successful on bringing in Polygon or Solana folk into your project, which is amazing, right? It's great for the energy of the project, kind of the life. It's going to bring it some spark. In my opinion, uh, I think it's like a genius move to do this. Oh, I, I, 
<laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, I think I can't recall. Like, I think it was like um, the team we got together and what we're going to do. Oh, just, just going back to what you were saying about having all of those NFTs. We just decided when we looked at it that there is a hell of a lot, hell of a lot of NFTs that didn't make the trip over to Polygon. So we actually decided to burn a few of those. And what we are going to do is because we just felt, felt going forward it matches strategically what we've got planned for the project as well, which is pretty cool. Because 10K is an absolutely gigantic collection. It's a big collection. Um, and uh, so what we're doing is we're, we're actually losing 1,500 um, of those original NFTs that were minted on Terra. And we're going to be our total our total collection will be in the end 8069 um 69 for the culture obviously but we wanted an 8k collection you know so and i just think you know that 8k collection it just works for us um going forward with what what we have planned you know strategically from a developmental point of view as well it just fits a little bit better so yeah there will be some nfts that were minted back in the day you know on terra that probably will never see the light of day again day again which is you know which is always a shame um it, it is but um also what it it has done is just given us an amazing opportunity to um, streamline the collection and um, to um, yeah to add a few bits and pieces and surprises in there as well and uh, like you say 2347 nfts are still a bunch you know it's enabled us to do a lot um in terms of making those people whole that didn't get the opportunity to migrate or just weren't around and yeah what you have to remember as well and sometimes what i uh, definitely think about is like i never go hard on anyone who messages me and says oh dude you know i missed the migration because at that time and for several months after that time there were a lot of people in a really bad headspace like me personally you know I, I can't speak for myself but like certainly a lot of people close to me um, and around me after that UST DPEG we were in such a dark place you know it took months and months for some people to get back into it I I just don't know how, but I just bounced back and just threw myself completely and entirely into, into the project. And that's what really saved me. But we're not all the same. you know. No, we're all different. And for some people, that wasn't an option. And the only option they had was to just close their laptop, close their phone and, and never think about crypto potentially again. So when they come to me now and they're like, oh, I can't believe it. You know, I've been out of crypto for like seven, eight months. I've come back. I can't believe you guys are still here. And I, I own like 20 baby bulls or like 15. Um, oh, what can I do? What can I do to get back in the fam? You know, what can I do to be a part of your project again? And for me to be able to say, oh, that's okay. You know, we've got a free mint coming up. I can help you out. Just give me your old terror address. We'll verify that. And then give me a polygon. We'll get some baby ball whitelist spots over to you. But yeah, it's been cool. It's been really cool to be able to do that. Yeah, that's amazing. Really, I guess, again, it's in line with the mission of the project of uh, giving back to people, I guess, if I can put it as simply as that um i'm wondering are you doing a full-on free mint like the, the whole collection will be a uh you know the 2600 that you want to be reminting or is it 2500 that will all be free to mint or will there be like any costs yeah. associated for public uh no no cost no no, no cost whatsoever because um, originally, we were going to make it a paid mint. And to be honest, you know, I've no doubt we probably would have sold, um, you know, even if we had made it sort of a 20 buck mint or whatever, or a 15 or even a five or whatever, whatever we have decided to have made it, we probably would have minted out still. But, you know, just feel, you know, we we aren't we don't get me wrong you know we didn't come out the back of the USD DPEG as a massively cash rich project I don't think anyone did unless they were extremely smart during that period um, but um, 
we, you know, but we're not, we're also not on our, on our bones. We're also not on our asses, you know, in a sense, we, we've, we, we don't need to do a payment. We don't need to extract more money from our existing community because we just don't need to do it right now. And I think uh, I owe a little bit of this to Inch at One Planet, I'll be honest, because we were thinking along the lines of a paid mint. And then I sat down with Inch from One Planet and he just, he pitched the idea to me. And he actually said, look, how do you feel about this? And I was like, you know what? This is exactly what we're about as a project. This is brilliant. We will do this because for two reasons. One, we, we don't need to extract money out of our, out of our community right now. Um, everyone's hurting, and we are in the apps when we because mints don't have what people don't realize mints don't happen. You know, in a, in a in a week, we've been talking about this mint. You know, six months ago, so we were already discussing about doing the mint. You know, five six months ago, we we're right in the absolute absolute bottom of the bear market. Everyone's in pain. Everyone's hurting. We're already in pain anyway because of coming off the back of the UST peg. Some people just got wrecked in FTX, you know, which was a cherry on the cake. So, and there's us, you know, we're going to do, yeah, let's do another mint. It's going to be, you know, $30 or whatever, you know, to our community. It just didn't fit. It didn't feel good, you know? So, you know, Inch just said, pitched the idea and I was like, yeah, it's a great idea, mate. I, I, I love where you're coming from on this because what it does do is, and you hit the nail on the head, Zerka, what you just said, we can we can also bring in a lot of new people into the community by doing a free mint because it's enabled us to give these whitelist spots to all of these amazing projects on Polygon, which are existing. I can see most of them. There's so many here in this space now that we've already worked with to get these um, get these whitelist spots out. So, yeah, it's given us an opportunity to do that as well. And I think uh, I, I, I think it's a really good I think it's been a good decision to do the free mint across the board. It's been tough. Don't get me wrong, because I'm manually I. I didn't want to allow any opportunity for any type of botting to happen because that's always a worry when you're going to do a free mint, especially. So I just decided to take it on board. And this is hilarious because you you know me anyway. You know me for ages. I'm an old guy, right? And um, I'm like the freaking dinosaur around these parts. And, uh, you know, TZM is on our team. He's a young guy. He's, he's an absolute, and he's a genius. You know, the guy's a wizard and he's so good with technical stuff. And he's And he's just like, Coleman, what are you doing, mate? And I, what are you doing with the spreadsheet and stuff? I'm like, I will add every single freaking address myself personally, one by one, rather than have a bot take a single freaking baby bull NFT. As long as my, as long as my, I'm, I'm flipping alive and standing upright. That's how it's going to be done. He's like, mate, we got technology to do stuff. Like you don't, you know, there's there's easier ways to do this. I'm like, yeah, but not not uh, not completely and utterly bot free. There, there's always ways for them to cheat systems, you know. And my system is a human system, so I'm actually speaking with. And this is a strange thing, but. I'm actually speaking with almost every single uh, address on the whitelist. So every single person and every single person that's adding addresses to our whitelist for the mint, I'm getting an opportunity to speak to them one to one. So they DM me their address or they contact uh, me via Discord or they contact, you know, contact me via Twitter or whatever. And, yeah, I mean, it is an antiquated way of doing things. But you know what? Sometimes the old ways are the best because not only is it guaranteed we're not having any bots in our mint, it's also given me an opportunity to connect one to one with all of these people who want to be a part of our community. You know, it's been brilliant. I've been able to. Um, yeah, it's been really cool. Yeah, really, really interesting. I, I love it. You know what? I'm also a little old school and uh, I also collect addresses manually but uh yeah we have some people in our <laughs> in our group that are using the new tech and uh they, they've taken it off my hands and it's but it's been great i i will say that 
using the suburb tech or the, the pre-mint tech. Uh, it simplifies the task, but you're right. Like manually, you get to know the person. You're collecting all the addresses. It's uh, it's all very legit and not botted. And um, yeah. if any of those people don't mint for whichever reason, you you can trust that that people from Rec Gang will will try to <laughs> will try to go for the extras. Uh, I know our community; they get excited about you know any any mint, but this one in particular uh, is going to be very cool. So awesome! I, I I need to. Can you give us a little more details around when this? Remint will happen, and uh, I think, from my understanding, you mentioned Inch, so it will be on one planet. So, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead, and and maybe what next after this remit? Yeah, so yeah, it's going to be on one planet, or you know, with with the assistance of one planet at least, anyway, um, to get the mint done. We've been told by them that we're looking at the first week of May. Um, uh, we had a couple of dates previously uh, prearranged with them, but you know the market has been difficult and they've been inundated. It's been tough, and from our end as well, we we had some technical issues with the collection over there, um, which are still actually visible over there. Uh, you know, um, in in some aspects of the collection, we had some difficulties with the generation of the metadata um, not completely. Uh, aligning with the artwork and things like that. it was just just some things that happen you know when you when you export and migrate 10,000 uh, or what you know 6,000 nfts from one chain to another so we have had things that have held us back um but we are we are pretty i would say 90 no well, maybe 90 percent certain it's going to be the first week of may now so that that's looking good for then nice yeah that that's coming up pretty soon i think it's a good time to uh, Mint on Polygon, uh, you've probably seen how successful most of these mints uh, are becoming, right? Like the past few uh, five, ten mints have all done very, very well. So I think your timing is good. Um, so, so after they mint, what can they look forward to, right? Because I'm wondering uh, what next for Baby Bulls? <laughs> yeah, extracting the alpha. Yeah, that's no, it's cool. Um, yeah, so we have a contract and an agreement in place at the moment with a game developer who we've spoken about, you know, the game side of things has been a really odd uh, thing on Polygon. And when we first arrived, you know, in September, it was the talk of the town. And certainly even before that as well, our intention, well, we, you know, you guys know that we had already contracted a game developer when we were on Terra. We had already paid that game developer as well, which uh, kind of sucks. But uh, but yeah, everything was going that way. All the talk was about P2E. And uh, that seemed, you know, the logical direction for us as a, as a project as well. So um, we, uh, one second, I'm, I'm just getting a power. Power issues uh, sorted out. Uh, no worries. Yeah, Twitter Space is running out of uh, juice on the phone. Happens all the time. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm just getting that arranged. But yeah, so uh, yeah, we we decided to pivot, as I say, a little bit. You know, when we go over to Polygon, 
Um, we initially we didn't. We just got over to Polygon. We were like, right, let's just focus on the roadmap that we previously had. We don't need to make any adjustments or changes. We're building out a P2E. Let's try and claw back some of the development money we paid to the game developer. That didn't happen. Um, but we still had some money in the pot to go in that direction anyway. And then like as things started moving on and we started to gauge the vibe, you know, on Polygon, we started to look at it and think like P2E was really not becoming that much of the narrative in a sense. And it was more, you know, people were even changing the narrative, you know, the way that people were saying, like P2E almost becoming like a dirty word, like pay, pay to earn. No, no, it's, it's pay and earn. Now we need to say pay and earn. That's, that's a little bit more, you know, sellable in a sense. And we were like, well, hang on a minute. You know, this is silly. We don't want to fall into this uh, kind of uh, situation where we're having to uh, say things that sound nice just for the sake of saying things that sound nice. You know, we wanted develop stuff that's cool that people actually want and uh, not not uh, try to develop something then dress it up as something that it's not later because what's the point in that it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense so yeah we decided as a team that we just uh, we, we were going to develop a host of mini games but we weren't going to make them play to earn in a sense we didn't want to have that earning dynamic um as it originally was intended that's, within that's the game. That's the hot so. thing right now, eh? That's, uh, I read a thread, I think, today on, on the minigame meta uh, for NFT projects, um, and I, I'm excited about it. I've always been extremely bearish on play-to-earn games. I've mentioned this on several spaces, and I know we have people that are building uh, games, and I apologize for that. But, but I've been bearish on the big ones, right? The ones that uh, require massive amounts of capital and that are trying to compete versus the big Web2 gaming companies. I think they're not going to make it, honestly. I don't think they stand a chance. Uh, that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. But the mini games and the ones that are focused more on NFT integration, something like Arcadia is doing, right? I don't know if you've tried yeah. Flappy Sandeep. Uh, I played it. All, most of our community has played it, and they're enjoying themselves, and that's what matters. So I, I'm I'm happy you guys picked this mini game uh, kind of uh, idea, and yeah, please tell me more. I think it's really cool that you guys went with that route. Yeah, I appreciate it because I, I just want to reframe it slightly because you know it's not that we don't want to do play to earn. We want our holders to earn, obviously, but we just we weren't. Uh, I wasn't liking, like you just said, it was the these tokens that people were creating that you can earn in game, and then they would be extremely inflationary, and you would just end up, you know, with it's all uh, a Ponzi, man. Like for real, yeah. right? let's call it what it is. <laughs> it didn't make sense. Yeah, we didn't want it. We don't need it. We don't want to give it or push it onto our holders, and then have them pissed off later and be unhappy and like, well, I've got all of these, you know, uh, crazy bull tokens. So I've got like five, ten million crazy bull tokens from this game, and I can't really do anything, and no exchanges accept them. So, you know, so we we just decided anyway, we're going to do it uh, as you quite rightly pointed out, just in these kind of mini, uh, mini games. Um, like you know, I. I startup just released the coin flip thing. I love it. You know, it's very, it's just simple, effective. It's a great way for people to have fun, earn a bit of money. You know, you know, it, uh, eventually, you know, they they got an opportunity to earn a bit of money on there as well if they want to do that. Um, and it's accessible, uh, you know, uh, by NFT. You know, holding NFTs and 
and having NFTs integrated and things like that. So yeah, that definitely made sense for us to do it in, uh, in that direction. So is, yeah. is that game developer that you guys paid out? He, 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 can he develop mini games? Cause I feel like he, he owes you some stuff, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's answering PMs or anything. I think okay, he got to that point. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we don't like them. Yeah, but anyways, that's cool. So the focus will be to create mini games, right? And uh, there will be some sort of play to earn model, but it, it'll be very sustainable, from my understanding, or something that you know will not rely on an inflationary token. I'm wondering, could you give us like some timelines or maybe uh, yeah. a guesstimate of what game? will launch when i'm just trying to get as much alpha as i can you can tell me that, like, yeah, this is cool. still not ready <laughs> yeah no no i totally get it it's fine um i mean initially we were told probably within a month within the month and that was last month so i think um realistically looking at it at the moment um I, I, it's difficult for me to you know i don't want to sort of uh put a fixed date on it and then have people disappointed at the end because we are in the hands of someone who's coding and developing it out for us and i'm not a coder so you know, I it's really difficult and tricky for me to say, although I'm directing it, you know, obviously, and, uh, you know, managing him in a sense that he's still very much uh, in control of at what rate he works. You know, <laughs> you know, you work with devs all the time. So, you know, they, they will work at a you rate that they choose. You can say soon is, is good enough for me. Yeah. 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 I mean, put it this way. I mean, if we can get that, if we can get that initial um, utility, you know, the first thing that I want to drop, because we're working on a couple of things, but the first one that I would like to drop is more of a utility than a game. It's a utility application that we've been trying to get out since last year. Um, and this was one that, again, we were like slightly rugged on. And so if I can get that out um, in May, I'd be really happy. I'd be really happy if I get it out in May, That at least that first utility app that we're working on, which is going to give uh, our holders an opportunity to do some cool stuff, you know, just have an opportunity to do some stuff with their NFTs. Um, I think that'd be really cool. So I'm looking forward can, to can getting that done. Can you tell us what it is or maybe a little more? You, you can keep the surprise. I'm just, you know, probing. Well, no, no. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I'm kind of, it's, you know, it's a weird thing because I'm skirting around the thing, but we we did announce it. We announced it ages ago that we were working on, uh, we were working on a thing called the Bull Swap for the uh, for the Bull Club, you know, and uh, it was been in the pipeline since um, 2022, early 2022. We announced it originally, so it's not really a secret as such. All we've done is that um, we've transitioned that development and all of the design and everything else we just moved over to the baby balls because um they're working on something completely different over there um and that uh ball swap utility stroke application that they wanted to uh, launch just wasn't it's not a priority um based on you know in comparison to what they're actually building over there that's not a priority for them to do so we redesigned it, re-engineered it, and just moved it over to the baby balls. And we've got the developer working on that for us now. And what it does is it just gives um, it gives an opportunity for a holder of a baby ball. Because, look, let me frame it like this. You, you and I own NFTs, yeah? There must be some NFTs in your collection that you, you're not content with or you're not happy with that you just think, uh, I don't really connect with it, you know? There's... I've got a couple. I own a couple of even baby balls that I'm like, I don't really know why I bought that. He's got a Manchester United T-shirt. I can't stand Manchester United, but, you know, I, I bought the NFTs anyway because I just, you know, was either sweeping the floor. Or I don't know what I was thinking that day. I'm just going to buy some more, you know, illiquid JPEGs like I usually do on a daily. 
So I, I, uh, there's some that I like maybe don't connect with. And I just thought, well, what's the, what's the, uh, the solution to that now? Well, the solution is if I don't like an NFT, I have to sell it. Um, so that's that's a process, you know. That, that's that's a task in itself. Selling an NFT, then maybe it sells, maybe it doesn't sell. If it sells, then I then have to buy another NFT. And the only uh, you know opportunity to do that right now is to go in a marketplace. So first, I have to sell that NFT. It may or may not sell. It may sell within a week. It may sell within a month. When it does sell, then I have to find an NFT that I like. From that collection um that, that you know that can be an enjoyable process to be fair but it's still a process and i just thought well what if we just remove all that we as a company as a treasury you know as a, as a organization we own probably you know 350 maybe 400 baby bulls you know in the treasury presently we don't actually because we're waiting for this mint to just replenish the treasury slightly but we will do we'll we'll, we'll hold you know three or four hundred baby bulls and it's, it's, what we want to do is we want to give holders an opportunity to swap their existing uh, baby ball for another one from our treasury at random for a small fee. So instead of like paying, uh, you know, this is probably one planet. I'm not going to be a big fan of this. <laughs> it's like, I don't think any. I'm not. I'm not making uh, friends with marketplaces with this application. That's for sure. But um, yeah, I don't think it will rule out marketplace activity in a sense. But it definitely for our holders, I just think it's a cool thing for them to be able to. Uh, and what we've done, we've built it into a fun. We've built it. We've gamified it. Basically, we, we've gamified the experience of them being able to swap, um, pay a small token fee um, to swap their baby ball, or have an opportunity to swap it out for a random baby ball within our treasury. It will offer them that one. They, you know, they can then have an opportunity to swap it out, or or have another go at the game um, and see whether or not they can pick up a more uh, one that they connect with, or an even even a rarer one, or something like that. So. That's the utility app that we're currently working on and have been for quite some time. So um, I want to get that done and finished. So to be honest with you, I can just draw a line under it because I feel like I've been working on it for like two years. Um, but uh, when in actual fact, it's been probably since January last year. But, uh, but yeah, that's the first thing. If we can get that out in May, um, I think it'll be a really cool utility and a great little application for people to just have a play with. Nice. That sounds really cool. And and uh, are you thinking of incorporating other NFT collections as well? Uh, so maybe not only baby bulls in the pool, maybe you could have like, I don't know, trippy wolves or maybe ute or something like that. So people are even more incentivized to kind of play the game and try to swap. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's a great. We, me and you need to talk afterwards, I think. <laughs> uh, you know, Coleman, um, we have this live right now it's called trippy swap and one planet built it out it's uh on you can just go on one planet you click the second link it's called trippy swap you swip, right. swap your trippy to a random one from the pool they built it out for us there is no fee to it and uh it's gamified using kind of like the matrix lore so okay <laughs> Yeah. It's, yeah, it's strange so it's actually. Already, That's you know, strange. I, I need yeah, to have a chat with Insha One Planet. Like this thing that you know, it's very yeah. similar idea. Um, and and yeah, you should definitely check it out because it's pretty cool. And we were like, let's put in more NFTs, but you guys are doing like uh, a very similar concept. I guess we're gonna have to yeah. talk in terms of how we can merge the two concepts, or or maybe uh, build it out, flesh it out a little more. There, there's a lot of ideas here. But I think uh, yeah. 
since you know we're both thinking of this kind of cool idea we 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 pitched it two years ago in galactic punk style we called it punk swap and we wanted to build it out and then you know i think it wasn't a priority anymore so after Mm. punk swap that was pitched yeah two years ago we have kind of the the proposal i think it was galactic punk proposal number seven which was one of right. the earliest proposals. And then Bessa, our co-founder, kind of started it, and then uh, it was abandoned. But afterwards, mm. Inch from One Planet said, hey, guys, maybe we can build it out. We pitched it to him, he, and then we did build it out with One Planet. We've been working on it for like five months now, so I don't know if you connected with Inch because it, it's yeah, I did. definitely yeah. something you guys can use as well. So, yeah. yeah, it's all ready. Yeah, I- yeah, that's cool that you've already uh, kind of built out the infrastructure for it. It's something that I spoke to Inch about when we migrated to Polygon back in uh, back in September. It was maybe maybe that that's spoke- what pushed him, you know, maybe the fact that you yeah. pitched it from your end and I pitched it from my end and then he kind of built it out. Because right now they have all yeah. the infrastructure for it so you can use it or we can upgrade it to like a super, I don't know, DAP. Uh, for multiple NFTs, and there's a lot of things you can do, but but do check it out. Like go on one. I don't know if you're you're on one planet. Yeah, you know what? I read in. I read. I uh, read into your announcement slightly about the uh, about the trippy swap thing. I did see it pop up in my feed, but I thought it was something different when I started reading about it. It didn't. Um, yeah, I guess it was that, like, that's all marketing. Like a, right? That's all marketing. Like we call it all reminting your NFT. It's it's but but really what it yeah. is is putting an nft in a pool and then just fishing a new one from that pool so however you want to kind of uh build a story around it. Lose, yeah yeah do, do they lose their original nft that they put up yeah yeah basically because we have 250 oh, trippies from our treasury we seeded the yeah. pool with that and other people are putting you know their trippies into the pool Everything gets shuffled, and then you get something new out of it. So, uh, see, yeah, that's yeah, that that is that is almost almost uh, the same, but slightly different concept in a sense that I don't want our holders to lose their NFTs, and I don't want it to be like a like a you know a tombola in a sense where everyone chucks in what they own, and then it all gets reshuffled, and you get what you get. Um, what I wanted ours to be is I want people to retain their NFTs, so to have the opportunity to lock their NFT into a smart contract, they kind of spin the wheel if you like um and all of the nfts which are in the treasury they you know they they win one they get an opportunity to then swap theirs which is locked in a smart contract take the one out of the pool and and then the the pool would inherit their one that they didn't want anymore rather than i see what i see what you've done i see what you mean but but it definitely is slightly different okay uh, i see so in your case they can choose not the swap basically right yes exactly okay okay okay. yeah no there's that nuance here for ours, it's that's why we say, "Will you risk it all?" Is because you're yes. risking your yes. NFT that you know for another one. You're you're gonna lose it for sure, and then you're gonna get a new one yes. for sure. But what that new one looks like could be not what you wanted anyway. So you would have to kind of mm-hmm. swap again <laughs> eventually. Maybe cool. But that's but that's classic. Like. Yeah, that's classic wrecked gang though to have that DGEN kind of element to it, and I, I totally respect you guys for that. <laughs> hey, man, no pain, no gain. But uh, yeah, it's funny how how this concept uh, kind of uh, came about, and we both thought of uh, very very similar 
ideas with, with like little tweaks. But I think it's a really cool concept because I haven't seen it done anywhere else so far. Yeah, I haven't seen it done on Eve or Solana, so I think it's uh, definitely an unmet need. And incorporating like more collections within it, I feel it could be really fun. Uh, we should definitely chat about it some more. But I'm excited for you guys to launch this and and seeing how you guys uh, implement it as well. I think there's a lot uh, to be learned and. Uh, Maybe eventually, mm -hmm. like I said, you can incorporate more collections, get more fees, and that could be some sort of like revenue model for you all, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I never thought about expanding it to other collections, but one thing that we did think about doing, and uh, we've spoken as a team about it, is having some kind of Easter eggs in there. So like some cash, you know, like uh, Matic, like, you know, 500 Matic or whatever, 100 Matic, um, so that when they uh, participate in the game, in a sense, and they don't, and, you know, an NFT comes up and they don't really connect with it. Um, sorry, no, when they participate in the game and uh, they lock their NFT and they participate in the game, and then instead of it landing on an NFT, um, it lands on one of the Easter eggs that are buried in there as well. So, for example, we would set it up with a percentage um, possibility uh, of that uh, coming up, you know, when they when they participate in the game. So, yeah, the Easter egg side of it, we really considered um, as an integration, as a possibility for integrating, because that, that would also be cool. But having other projects, um, you know, participate and doing some kind of, we could have like, you know, on it. Anyway, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole on it, but definitely I think there's some mileage in that for sure. I, I think that we could, you know, have a red gang weekend where we just put like you know 10 trippy wolves into the into the pot and uh you know the, there'll be a chance that you can uh, switch out your bb for a trippy or you know you can imagine yeah that's cool yeah why not yeah I think we and, and i've seen another that. variation of this launch not not so long ago uh i think it's called junkyard nft or something like that where they they again mm -hmm. uh, they're going with a different vibe here where you don't have to deposit anything, right? But it's like a pool of NFTs and you pay a certain fee and you get to fish something from that pool. So it's as simple as that, right? Um, and they put in some cool shit. Like uh, I think they put in like a cool cat or a goblin and all those other mm -hmm. kind of uh, blue chip NFTs from Eve. Um, you, you don't risk your NFT, but you could also dump in an nft that you don't like and then they'll give you like their token which isn't worth very much but still it's kind of like a reward anyways there's a okay. lot of variations of this game that i think uh yeah we can have mileage out of this yeah cool cool definitely look forward to uh, chatting with you more on that for sure so we've got that as i say I, I i'm keen to get that launched uh, if it happens in may it'll be great um the the merge that we produced we had a designer uh, actually come in and uh, produce uh three or four i think it's four hoodies for us really really nice like so pleased with what she did um it's one of those situations where i designed <laughs> this is just classic um that i designed a hoodie and uh presented it to the team and said look guys i just want to put this out and not for a revenue generation or anything like that i just think it's about time we gave an opportunity for holders to rep the brand and it's just something cool even if we sell them for cost you know it'd just be a cool thing to do um and uh, the guys are like yeah yeah it's it's like it's nice 
And I thought, ah, oh, shit. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I like took a step back and uh, closed the closed the Photoshop and uh, had a, I went went to the corner of the room and had a little chat with myself about my efforts and then decided to engage a professional. And uh, wow, the difference, dude. Oh, my God. Like, you know, the, the difference uh, when you bring a professional in to do design work is just unreal. So, yeah, she's a clothing designer. She's 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 uh, done these four hoodies for us. And uh, we're in the process at the moment of just getting them manufactured. We had it all in place. It was supposed to go live last month. The shop front's done. Everything's all finished. The cart checkout, you know, experience, everything is all in place, good to go. And uh, the manufacturer had a meeting with them and they were like, oh, we can't print on the hoods. So I was like, oh, it's, it's it, it, no, <laughs> like we need, you need to print on the hoods. You know, it's not a, it's not a point that we can give. Um, it's really part of Oh her man, that, that sounds thing. cool. Like uh, print on the hoods. I've never seen that. That That's well, you know, maybe I just wear very basic hoodies, but I think that would be looking very, very nice if you have something on the hoods as well. Because I've seen the back, right, or the front, yeah. but but never the hoods. So I'm excited. Well, we got, have you posted like any uh, sneaks of that? Um, yeah, I think on Baby Balls on babyballs.art, we've got uh, okay. we've got I think we've got three of the hoodies featured on there, just uh, um, that you can kind of blow up and have a look at that. But I think it's just the front view, so it's difficult to really appreciate what they uh, what what she's done. I'll drop some though over the next few days. What I didn't want to do, oh, you know, yeah, you know as well yeah, as yeah, I they look really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I've seen it from the website. Now I remember. Um, yeah, that that those look awesome. <laughs> cool, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. So we're in the process of getting that done, uh, meeting with a new manufacturer, another one. So I've met with like three or four now, uh, meeting with a new one now. And uh, hopefully that he's uh, he's going to be able to uh, get get that done for us. And we you can know get those what's out. the pain? Like the, the shipping. Uh, we, we wanted, we made some hoodies for NFP NYC and we had some leftover. Like, hey, let's ship some to, to, to some people. And the shipping is ridiculous. It's like, 80 bucks shipping or you know 50 yeah. to 80 so i don't know what how you figure that out but uh let me know because I'm, really, <laughs> I'm really i'm really fortunate because you know i'm not in the states and uh i'm in mainland europe and uh my family business is uh online retail so we've got connections through uh um what is it like usps i guess and dpd and dhl and so we've got we've had accounts with those companies for like 15 years so for me to ship a hoodie for example to the us cost me around 12 euro 15 euro max can we also so got... schedule a call to chat about that because i'd be very <laughs> interested yeah. in the services that you offer um if if you want to hook us up I, i'd love it but if not i also understand <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, let's talk about that for sure after this. Um, absolutely, because we can help you out um, in terms of actually getting stuff manufactured for you here. Um, uh, we can get it done in Eastern Europe and then get it shipped out from our distribution center there um, for really, really cheap. So, yeah, we can talk afterwards, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Y you know what, like, Coleman, I, I feel you're giving a lot away. I'm wondering when are you making money? Because, uh, and you know, it's a funny question, <laughs> but it's a legitimate question. Yeah. A lot of projects uh, ask for a lot of money and then they don't deliver. But you guys will be launching uh, the bull swap, which requires heavy dev work. Uh, I know that from experience, right? And the website, the front end, uh, all that coming into it. The merch, which is a lot of logistics and you paid an artist for that. Um, and again, you're saying you're not gonna generate any funds from that. It's basically something nice for the holders to have. 
and and your mint is a free mint so <laughs> is this like, you know are are you guys uh, interested in in uh how how do you how are you going to make this sustainable i guess or it's more of a passion project than you're doing it because you just enjoy the community and and you kind of uh want to be giving back Oh, well, obviously that element of, that element of it is cool isn't it i mean let's face it it's just a great thing to do and uh i yeah, we're in a place at the moment, the team me certainly uh, in a place where I don't need to make a fortune. But I mean, in terms of generating income and revenue for the project, um, we have got a plan um, for an additional collection. Um, you know, this again is not any secret that we um, are pushing, we're going to be or were intending to push towards a second collection of the baby balls. So that would be a pavement. Um, and we don't have a time frame, and I don't want to kind of dwell or say too much on that. Because I think it just would be unfair to do so because uh, people would perhaps then start to speculate or get their hopes up and think, oh, you know, this is something uh, that we, we've we been working on for a, a long time in the background whilst uh, working on things that we can do for the community, perhaps. Um, which doesn't which doesn't cost uh, them any money um we've been working on this uh, yeah as well in the background and uh, really excited for it and uh, with the artworks um the final you know the final prototype and what we want the nft to look like is done um we've had it presented to us and uh, we're like super like really pleased with how it looks and uh, now we're in the stage of trying to figure out how we're going to um engineer it across the whole collection and how we actually are going to go about that so we're at that time at the moment that kind of critical time where we're working out because as you know you know that 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 is no small investment it's huge so we need to like um yeah we, we we're at that point so there there are elements of the baby baby balls uh, project coming in the future that are going to be you know paid for in a sense because they have to be because we want to if we were to do everything for free and give any everything away um, it wouldn't help us in our quest to get back to where we were once which is in that position where we get those financial channels open once again between us and Angel and start you know helping people less fortunate so it doesn't it can't all be free as you quite rightly say I and mean, how could it I wish but you know it's not going to help us to get where we need to be. Yeah, okay. So I guess, you know, you'll you have some fees as well from the the bull swap, uh, depending on how much usage that gets and um there'll be the new collection eventually. But but for right now, uh I think you're doing a lot of it for free and I really appreciate that you're showing the value before asking money. I think it's very underrated. Like a lot of projects again <laughs> ask for money and then they maybe deliver. And in your case, you're delivering before asking for any funds. And it's been a while, right? Like this baby bulls mint happened on Terra and it was all for charity. So technically you've never asked money for this project at all. Um, so kudos yeah. to you for kind of continuing to build it out and still, uh, yeah, delivering for the community. I appreciate that. Definitely. Um, it's definitely been one of our ethoses as a project. But we just, as I say, we're just very blessed in the fact that our first collection, the Ball Club, did so well. Um, and even after the DPEG, uh, we didn't walk away complete. We were, you know, we got, I often say we got zeroed, but we, you know, it was bad. Um, um, we lost a, a great deal of our treasury, you know, in that, in that DPEG, but we didn't lose it all. And what we have managed to retain and with, uh, you know, some help here and there from uh, individuals 
individuals in and outside of our project, which have been extremely uh, gracious. And even the team ourselves, um, we found ourselves uh, in a position where we've been able to develop and do things for not that much money. Um, or we've been able to um, work with um, organizations and marketplaces like One Planet, um, people like that, and Polygon Labs, you know, formerly Polygon Studios, who have just been really uh, supportive and helpful um, in us achieving things without it costing the earth, in a sense. Um, and we're pretty frugal, you know. We're just, a, we're, we are a really frugal bunch of guys. Yeah, I come from yeah, like we're, a business. we're the same, man. Yeah. We never spend yeah. on anything like. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, no, I, that that's an underrated comment that you made there. The fact that you guys have the skill set for some of these things that are expensive. Making a website, um, that is very expensive if you don't have the skill set. Same for the merch and the shipping and all those things, right? Um, and I yeah. think uh, TZM and, and Fizzy, right, they're, they're very good at uh, – you know, this technical stuff that, that I'm not able to do, but, but still, it's uh, underrated if the team can deliver on some of these things without going to a third-party vendor, which really, really jacks up the price sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. We do use third party vendors for a lot of stuff, especially, uh, you know, the the dev work, um, you know, in terms of the blockchain, uh, you know, coding and things like that, definitely. Um, but we're also pretty, pretty mean at negotiating as well. <laughs> so. Nice. Uh, yeah, very cool. I'm excited for the, the free mint, obviously, but also Bullswap, the merch and everything else you guys have going on, uh, including the minigames. Uh, I think that's kind of the future for me in terms of uh, uh, blockchain gaming is, is try to keep it simple, uh, try to keep it on chain as well as be cool. Or if it's not on chain, well, then just something fun for the community to do, right? Like, it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. Yeah. Definitely. I just wanted to get in actually before we, because I feel like we were probably going to round things up. Yeah, yeah, soon, soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do share what you wanted to share. Sorry for kind of uh, <laughs> interrupting. Go ahead. No, 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 not at all, mate. Not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased that you uh, are giving me the questions and uh, you know the the opportunity to get um, the information out about the project that we feel so uh, important about because um, often it's been the case on Polygon over the last few months that a lot, you know, a lot of the bigger spaces, um, both from some of the bigger projects, uh, projects like ourselves, uh, I see troglodytes here also, like a few of those guys, Stoned Island there, Sam over there, one of the hardest working guys in the space as far as I'm concerned and many other of the people that um, we that I get to connect with uh, on a kind of weekly basis really don't get this opportunity very much, you know, to get up in a co-hosted spot or a hosted spot or something like that and get uh, the message across that we feel so important about. Our project is really important to us, you know. Your project, Troglodytes, Stoned Island, you know, you guys uh, wrecked. Projects, our projects are our babies. They're really, really important to us. And, um, you know, to have an opportunity to get into this position and get that message out is paramount for us. And, yeah, I, I, so I'm really, I'm thankful to you for that. I'm really thankful for you to, uh, you know, for inviting me to to do this. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. And you know what? I, I want to say that there are different formats to these type of spaces. And most of the formats are very short, right? Um, and you only get like two, three minutes to pitch baby bulls or whatever it is. And, and I feel like in two, three minutes, you don't have time to cover all that you guys have delivered on and really get a nice sense of the personality and, and the 
you know, kind of the person that you are. So um, I prefer this longer one hour format where we really get to connect and chat and learn about your project. So, um, yeah, hoping that it was helpful. And thank you for, uh, you know, sharing with us today. And we mustn't forget, um, you can pick the people, but you are giving away 10 whitelists on the spaces, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So uh, I agreed at the beginning of the space that I was going to give away 10 whitelists in here. I mean, um, and uh, I've written some names down. Some of them are left. Or you know what? I've been writing. I write, wrote, a few, wrote a few names down and then I looked through and I was like, oh, they're, they're not here. So um, and then I, but I've got a I've got a few here. So I just want to call. Can I just go ahead and call them out? Yeah, and then if sure. you're listening, yeah. So, and you guys, after the spaces, if you want to just DM me um, your Polygon address, I'll get you added to our whitelist for our free mint in May. Uh, and those names are Jesse F. I've got that part of it. It's probably a little bit longer. Um, I've got Osman. I've got Piper. I've got Merlios. Merlios. Yeah. Um, I've got Descent. It's like decentralized C, C double E as well. That's my fifth uh, person who I've uh, chosen for one of the whitelists for our free mint in May. Um, I've got Bryson underscore TSAS. And uh, I, I wasn't I wasn't swayed by the TSAS uh, in the title, by the way. It was completely, uh, completely chosen at random because, you know, everyone knows I'm an absolute fanatic of uh, the Terra Space Ape Society and a crowned Space Ape holder. So I don't want to say I was swayed by that in their name, but there may, there may have been some swayage there. There may have been a bit. <laughs> so um, Ghost, um, uh, he's got a rec gang. Um, he's got a rec gang uh, PFP uh, there. Um, there's a like a Mexican uh, PFP, Vinny, W-I-N-N-Y. And the last two uh, whitelist spaces, um, I've got one for Stoned Island and I've got another one for, oh, they left. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. And uh, there's a spot there for Raphael as well with the, with the uh, PFP, with the right gang PFP. And that just about covers it. All 10. Yay. Nice. Amazing. It. Thank you. Thank you for being so generous. Um, and, and, uh, for those that are part of the rec gang, it's not over. The fun's not over. Uh, Coleman was generous enough to raffle. It's 30, right? 30 spots for the, for the rec gang. Um, and this is a free min guys. So there's like zero risk guy has been, Coleman has been building for like two and a half years. In my opinion, this, this should be like one of the most hype free mints in in may for sure so uh yeah thank you so much for kind of uh, cool. being so generous always being so generous right <laughs> i think the community really appreciates it uh we'll raffle those off very shortly and send them the, to, to coleman from baby bulls i'm wondering uh, coleman would you have a little bit of time just for the audience to ask a few questions because we kind of chat yeah. between each other I, I don't know it's up to you if you have time yeah, absolutely. In fact, I, I've got one question for Baby Balls community. If any any of you guys are in here, um, and if you want to get up and grab a mic and just give me your feedback, what you think is that there's been some questions lately in our Discord, and certainly uh, to me directly, but directly by DM that um, uh, a lot of guys want to know how to get the OG role, uh, Baby Balls OG, because it's a role that's been around for a long, long time. Because we're an old project, you know, two and a half years. We we, we just happen to be minting on Polygon now. 
um, and starting our kind of new life and new journey. But Baby Balls has been around so long and so is that OG role. And I feel, uh, my personal feeling is that, you know, I have awarded some OG roles to people just for helping, being supportive with our community and our space. There's some people that have like donated their time and resources to the project as well. Some designers and people like that, they've got OG roles and I don't mind doing that. I'm totally open to doing that. I think it's a great thing. But my question is this. <laughs> my question is, if that's the case, if I can do it this way, then surely the other way should be um, should be uh, applicable as well in terms of removing OG um, OG uh, roles to people who are inactive in the community and who don't contribute at all, and we just simply don't see them, and they kind of just. Yeah, maybe they turn up for mints, maybe they don't. But like in the same sense as well, I want the role to remain quite exclusive um, because there's only like, I think even though the role is really old, I, I'm, yeah, I think there's like 100 OGs, probably not even, you know, in the whole of the project. And we've, we're pretty big, you know, there's a lot of holders. And I was just wondering what your feelings are. And that's my question to the community. And I was going to just type it and drop it in Discord, but I thought what a great time to ask it like in here face to face in a sense and say, what do you guys feel about it? Even guys that aren't part of Baby Bulls um, yet, <laughs> you know, I'll be interested to have your feeling on that. What do you reckon? Do you reckon that I should remove some Yeah, that's a good question. That, that's really a good question. I, I hold Baby Bulls, right? And, and, you know, got a project as well. So we do have these very old deprecated roles from people that have left the this well haven't left the discord they're still there but they're like you know there's no messages for almost a year now um i, I think that you know that it's very curious that you mentioned this it makes a lot of sense and for some reason i've never thought about it so um yeah that that really makes sense like if you want your role at least say that you're here that's all you got to do maybe make it as simple as that just click one button you keep your og ship if if not you lose it and if you come back maybe you can gain it back as well right because you came back um i don't know that that's a great uh point uh coleman i've never thought of it thanks man troglodyte just jumped up here so troglodyte society i don't know who's behind the pfp today but i'm i'm guessing who's that behind the it's, PFP it's today? Ahmed. how you doing Ahmed, how's it going, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. What, what's your feeling about that? What do you reckon about removing of that kind of uh, OG roles for inactive users to make space and keep the keep the role exclusive, you know, in a sense? I 100% agree. I think if someone's been inactive, even if it's just for a week, to be honest with you, I understand things happen in real life and, and all the rest of it. That's that's different. Um, but if if you're, you believe in a project and you're about that project um, and you want to push that project, yeah, you be active. Um, for me, when I invest in the project, it's an investment. So I also need to, I need to push that project at the same time. It's not just, okay, I bought into your project, so I'm just going to sit back and you do all the work. I also have to push that project as well um, and support that project whichever way I can, whether it be the Discord, whether it be retweet, likes, turning up um, for spaces and all these different things. And I think a lot of people, I don't know what it is, if it's, and I don't want to be mean if it's entitlement or whatever, um but you have to be active then don't turn around and be like oh it's not pumping oh i've not made my money back so what have you done to support that project and push that project um so yeah it's my opinion 
Yeah, that's that, that, that's cool. I'm I'm glad we share the same opinion because I'm I'm always posting on our Discord, and any of our community will tell you this that I'm always kind of like nagging uh, them a little bit to say like, uh, you know, it's as much your responsibility as it is mine, you know, to to make this work. So, um, hey, I'm you doing gave everything, everything away for free, and they're not even willing to click on a few buttons. Like, come on, man! Like, this is ridiculous. Anyways, I'm not gonna go into that more. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Okay, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad uh, I managed to get that question out and get it answered. That's great. Um, the the last thing I wanted to sort of say is that um, there there is a, another way of obtaining a whitelist uh, for this mint. I mean, and that is to be a verified Baby Balls holder. Um, so and and yeah, I, I will open it up for questions in a se- in a second. Absolutely, I've, I've got time. So. Um, but yeah, so and what people and I'm going to give a little bit of a cheat code here because what people are actually realizing is that if they go and pick up a baby ball right now because we're already listed on uh, one planet um, with our post migration baby balls that are actually already listed and live there for sale, um, they can go and grab one for under ten bucks right now. You know, I think the floor is around there, and then they get uh, that when they come to our Discord and then verify as a baby balls holder. Obviously, that gives them an opportunity to grab a holder's pass from our suburb and then that would then um, give them a spot on our whitelist for our free mint. So in a sense, they're getting a baby ball for five bucks, you know, which is just, it's, me, a two it's, for just one. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But people are figuring this out. So I thought I'd mention it anyway, because I thought, what the hell, you know, I've been kind of like, oh, I see what people are doing. I couldn't figure it out because we're getting an influx of community on the discord, but we're also getting an influx of verified baby balls holders. So I was like, what is going on? So I just reached out to, one of the new members and was like yeah you you, you know i'm really don't get me wrong like cool I, I'm, I'm really glad you've joined the community and everything and he went well it's a no-brainer for me dude i just went and minted a baby ball i just verified on your discord and now i'm getting a free one in may i was like ah it's like damn you got, so there is a way to game the system you got me <laughs> so even though i'm adding manually he's got me that way so there's always a way man they're always gonna figure it out i'm swear he was from rec gang i swear <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Chag, you got your hand up? Yeah. The other thing I was going to say, I've got a friend who's very successful. He's got a very successful Discord. Um, the other thing he does is he purges his Discord. So anyone who's not active, like literally he has thousands of people in there and he does not do Twitter at all. Everything he does is in the Discord. They have the little AMAs, they have everything in there. Um, and they've got a private section which they help each other invest and stuff like that as well. But he literally purges his Discord. Like, if you're not active, um, he gives you, like, a week. If you're not active, you're out. And he's, the Discord's private, so you can't just click the link and, and join. So he's very brutal in that sense. Um, I'm actually going to get him to help me with our Discord as well. Um, but I've seen it be successful, and I've watched him for, like, a year. And the Discord is very successful. Um, but, yeah, he purges it out. <laughs> That's good, man. People pay for bots, and he's like, I don't want anybody that's not even active. So, you know, <laughs> that's a legit Discord. Bro, and he literally has interviews with people, like big projects, and I'm talking like some big projects name in there, and they gave the community whitelist and, and everything else. Like, they do everything in there. Because I'm like, you're never on Twitter. He's like, why am I on Twitter? I have everything in the Discord. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> and he opens up now and then after he purges, he then gives people the opportunity and he lets them know if you come in here, 
you will make money, but at the same time, you have to be active or you're out. I was like, wow. That's hard. That's so hard. I can put, I'd like, I just, I'm too nice, man. I can't do that. <laughs> I, just, I, can, I can live with myself. I'll be like, yeah, not sleeping or something, thinking that someone's going to try and log into their Discord tomorrow and see that they're no longer a member of the Baby Balls and be like, so depressed and start dming me and stuff and like how could you do it to me yeah <laughs> yeah i guess i guess we have a lot more tolerance for inactivity after you know the events that happen we're like very very nice with everybody <laughs> um i guess yeah we can wrap it up coleman unless uh, there's uh, anything else you wanted to share with us uh, appreciate your time again this is recorded by a friend finn from terra spaces do donate charitably uh to him and uh so if you want to re-listen to this at any point you can go on terra spaces uh look for baby bulls ama you'll find it be super easy because there was a lot of alpha shared here uh and it's an in-depth space right like we really went uh through the project i feel like it was very valuable to anybody that wanted to learn more so thanks again coleman I really appreciate it and I pre appreciate everyone uh, showing up today because I know that uh, getting people into spaces uh, at the moment is is also not a, you know an easy uh, easy job so um I really appreciate everyone taking up their time and you know coming in and listening to what we've got to say I do feel that uh, as a project that we um have we're proven in a sense that we you know went through went through so much we've come out the other side of it um and uh, you know we've we've got a hell of a lot going on and i would love to see some new members in our community and i uh, would love to uh you know yeah extend the type of how how things are in our community and baby balls as a project i would love other people to experience that you know and uh, you know to come in and join us and experience you know how we help each other out and how we really work as a, as a true community because that word gets batted about a lot these days but it doesn't really mean that much but uh, in baby balls i can honestly say we are very very different in that sense Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you. Oh, did we? Did anyone have any questions? Remember, we were going to say. I, that we I were don't gonna... know. I, I thought like Trog was the one that had questions. Uh, let me check in our Discord real quick. Um, I think there was one question and I missed it. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> I'm no good at this, man. I, I'm good when they come up. Anyways, they'll they'll go into. Um, yeah yeah they'll listen to the recording they 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 were they joined late i don't want to make i don't want to for you to repeat yourself yeah cool feel free to reach out to me after that reach out to me after the space anytime anyone who had any questions that didn't have an opportunity to ask my dms are always open so oh hang on a sec i said that and someone just popped up with a with their hand up so uh let's uh let's just put this up i hope it's not v i don't even know if he's here actually he was here early. I was I was so hoping that V would come and uh, just uh, tell me how shit I am. I was just looking forward to it. <laughs> Coleman, I uh, gave my whitelist that I won from being in the listener section to uh, Rex Fu, uh, Fihu. Fihu. Um, so I've got his address. I'll ping it over to you, mate. <laughs> I thought it wouldn't be fair for me to snab someone else's whitelist. Oh, that's very generous of you, mate. Yeah. In, in, uh, yeah. I would expect no less of you, Sam, to be honest with you. That, that is you through and through. So I totally appreciate it, mate. Absolutely. Thanks so much.
I keep forgetting that I'm the host. <laughs> yeah, you got to close it out. I can't do anything. Yeah, and, and you sorry. know what? I thought I kept. I thought there were no hands up, but I forgot that I wasn't the host. So I was like, oh, nobody has questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, so, guys, just want to once again thank everyone so much for coming in. Please do pop by our Discord. Um, go. Uh, I won't say go minute available because uh, I, I never tell people to go and do that. But you've heard everything we've got we've had to say today. And if you feel like uh, you want to be a part of our community, then by all means, uh, you know, make that decision. And uh, yeah, we'd love to see you. We'd love to have you. So, thanks, guys. Thanks so much once once again. And uh, I'd love to do this again sometime. I really enjoyed it. Really, it was great. It was a great experience. Nice, nice. Love it. Yes, absolutely. Okay, take care, guys. Have a have a nice Sunday evening. Uh, I'm going to go and relax now with a nice glass of whiskey and uh, calm my nerves. <laughs> it was awesome. Thank you, Coleman. See you, guys. Take care. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Wrecked Gang, Baby Bulls, Polygon Projects, Fireside Chat, courtesy of Wrecked FM. Recorded on Sunday, April 16th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focus, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, vision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the Leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal at the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds you gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a basement could call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion In the middle men, listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Terrorists
Spaces.